Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm your host, Bill. And yes, we've made it to the end of Season 12. But before we wrap up Season 12, there's one more episode to discuss. And that is the season finale of South Park for the 12th season. And that is the Ungroundable. So, we've been through, you and I, the listener, have been going through a lot of emotions of this season with the presidential election, Britney Spears, among other topics. Let's see how this episode goes. So, with that all being said, actually, there is one more thing I do want to mention. Uh, This is the last episode to be broadcast in 480i standard definition. So, the next time around, uh, this, or South Park's gonna be broadcast in much better. Basically, it's gonna be in 16.9 and high definition. So, with that said, let's dive into this week's episode, The Ungroundable. The episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired on November 19th, 2008. The episode begins in the computer lab of the school where Mr. Mackey is trying to teach the kids computer and instead the kids are playing a video game. When all of a sudden, Butters runs in and talks to some of the kids about how he is seeing vampires in the school. So, he then decides that he's going to take it upon himself to get rid of the vampire epidemic. So, he goes to the gym and there are a bunch of 5th graders that are dressed up as vampires now. And this really stems from Twilight, which I'll talk about momentarily. So, Butters has a little tape recorder and he, you know, every time he sees somebody talking to the head vampire, he'll, you know, try to give himself notes and he makes a mistake by letting the tape go and you hear, like, him pretending to be a radio DJ and be like, It's the Big Butter Show! And then he runs away. So, uh, let's talk about Twilight. So, at this point in time, uh, the Twilight series, book-wise, has already come out. They've already come out with two books. They've come out with Twilight, and they've also come out with New Moon. So So, they've already come out at this point with no actually no pardon me I'm sorry they've come out with more than two they've come out with four books Twilight New Moon Eclipse and Breaking Dawn um so these books are very popular and obviously they end up getting made into movies and the first Twilight movie comes out 
in 2008. And this basically makes stars out of three actors, Kristen Stewart, Robert Pattinson, and eventually down the line, Taylor Lautner. The movie, which premiered on November 17, 2008 in Los Angeles, and then a few days later, on November 21st, had a $37 million budget and grossed over $400 million at the box office. And the plot of the story is about a girl named Bella Swan who leaves Phoenix, Arizona to move to a small town in Washington State where she gets attracted to this young guy whose name is Edward. What she doesn't know is Edward is a vampire and, well, while he is well over 100 years old, looks and still appears as 17. So... The movie makes over $400 million at the box office, and obviously there are sequels made. As far as critical reception of Twilight, uh, the film rating on Rotten Tomatoes is about 49%. Uh, Robert e or Robert Roger Ebert gave this movie two and a half stars out of four and wrote, I saw it at a sneak preview. Last time I saw a movie in that same theater, the audience welcomed it as an opportunity to catch up on gossip, texting, and laughing at private jokes. This time, the audience was wrapped with attention. Kenneth Turan of the Los Angeles Times wrote, Twilight is unabashedly a romance. All the stories inherent silliness aside, it is intent on conveying the magic of meeting that one special person you've been waiting for. Maybe it is possible to be 13 and female for a few hours after all. Claudia Puig of USA Today gave this film two out of four stars and wrote, Meyer is said to... Actually, Meyer is the, is the writer of the book. Meyer is said to have been involved in the production of Twilight, but her novel was substantially more observing than the unintentionally funny and quickly forgettable film. Entertainment Weekly gave this movie a B rating, and Owen Gleiberman praised the direction, saying she has reconjured Meyer's novel as a cloudburst mood piece filled with stormy skies, rippling hormones, and understand visual effects. Alright, and then over the next several years, more... Twilight novels would, or movies would come out. So, back to the episode. So, the goth kids are upset because, well, these kids aren't really goth. As a matter of fact, they look like, you know, they look stupid. So, we have a confrontation between the goth kids and the vampire kids, and... It's just a little, you know, war of words. Nothing really much is said. So Butters goes home and he tries to talk to his mom about the vampire situation when she tells him that Dad needs to see him. So Dad goes and he's like, Butters, why is there a glass of milk left out in the kitchen? And why is there a box of hamburger helper left out? Now, can you explain to me why there is Hamburger Helper in the glass of milk? And then we find out that 
Butter's parents alphabetize their pantry. That's right. They have everything in alphabetical order from A to Z. And Butter's dad gets upset at him and makes him clean up the mess that the dad just made. So Butter's then thinks about it and maybe, just maybe, he should become a vampire himself. So, the next day at school, he goes over to the vampire kids, and the vampire kids say, You're not really cool. I know, but I want to join your group. So, they tell him to bring sodas with him, and a bag of Cheetos, and they'll meet up later. So that night, Butters has a whole case of Dr. Pepper, along with what looks to be some candy and maybe Cheetos. They didn't really say anything about the Cheetos. So, they gather at the fire, and the head vampire is like, Are you ready to become a vampire, per se? Once you become one, you cannot leave the group. So, they take him to the only place where he could dress to be a vampire. Hot Topic! Yes, Hot Topic. Uh, real quick. Hot Topic was founded in October of 1989 at the Montclair Plaza in Montclair, California. It was founded by Orv Madden. Its revenue is over $700 million. And really, they've kind of... You know, at first they kind of had that gothic look, but now it's become really more of a pop culture kind of uh, place. I haven't been in a Hot Topic in many, many years. Um, it was back when, you know, Hot Topic was actually really cool and you could buy, like, band shirts and that. I, I don't know what they are like today, so... Um, but a quick little history. Uh, as I mentioned, the first Hot Topic was opened in Montclair, California by Orv Madden, a former executive at the Children's Place, who retired as CEO in 2000 and was replaced by Betsy McLaughlin, who headed the company until 2011. Lisa Harper assumed the position of CEO in March 2011 until Steve Rains was announced as the new CEO in 2016. The company went public and began trading on NASDAQ, in 1996. In 2013, Hot Topic announced its sale to private equity firm Sycamore Partners for $600 million. And you know what? We're going to take a quick field trip to Hot Topic and see what kind of stuff they have. They have Funko stuff, band merch, which I remember. You know, I remember. They, so I'm glad to see they still have pop or band merch. Uh, Pop culture stuff, uh, stuff for guys and girls, uh, even for us big guys, you know. Um, accessories, and oh, they have a clearance. So, yeah, you know, hot topic. I don't know if I where I could go to a hot topic. So they dress butters, and he is now officially. A vampire. That night, he comes back home and his parents are worried and, well, they try to ground him. But it doesn't really affect him because Butters is... 
so the grounding doesn't really work. Later that night, he goes into Cartman's bedroom, and this is kind of a weird scene because Butters thinks that now that he's a vampire, he has to bite people for them to be vampires. He bites them, and nothing really happens, except Cartman is kind of upset, Butters throws up a little bit, and runs away. So the goth kids are having a problem, and their problem is that they're being called vampires, even though they aren't vampires. So this gets them really upset. They even try to change clothes at one point, and that doesn't really work. So the vampire kids are, are you know, taking over, and the goth kids are just, you know, this distress and they're kind of depressed and they're in a bad position. They really are because they're getting kind of put together with the vampire kids, even though we know they aren't vampires. So they come up with a plan, and the plan is to take the, the head vampire and get rid of him. So... While they're driving a car, which, you know, it's goth, they take the head vampire who's in the back trunk and they decide what to do with him. While that's going on, he's yelling, I'm not a vampire! I'm not a vampire! With rope in his mouth. So, they try to think of what to do, and then there's only one place where they can send him. Someplace so bad, so terrible, nobody would want to go there. Scottsdale, Arizona. So, they decide to send him to Scottsdale, and we never see the kid again. However, the vampire craze is continuing to grow. And grow. And grow. So, they're at their... 24-hour diner where the waitress is upset at them because they never order food. They just drink coffee. And that's really it. When Butters appears. And Butters at this point is tired of being a vampire. He's just absolutely tired. So he tells them that I could take you to the place where the vampires meet. And yep, it's the hot topic. And at first, the goth kids, you know, are like, why is this here? And they're explained that it just opened two weeks ago, and it used to be a banana republic. So the vampire, well, pardon me, the goth kids go in, they take spray cans that you could buy for $4.99. They have matches and they torch the place. They burn down the Hot Topic. And thus, the Hot Topic is no more, and there can be no more vampires. So Butters goes back to his parents, and he's very happy because he's back to himself. And then the dad asks, Why is there rice a or yeah, why is there rice a in my cup? So Butters gets grounded, and the, 
and the Scott Stotch family are very happy about this, that they've got their boy back. And we end with the goth kids having an assembly telling the difference between goth kids and vampire kids. And they get a round of applause and one of them gives them the bird and says, F all of you. And that is the end of the ungroundable. And more importantly, that is the end of season 12 of South Park. I gotta admit, this is kind of a disappointing end to the season. Um, if this had been a Halloween episode and we weren't fighting guinea pigs, um, I would say at best it would have been an okay Halloween episode, but it probably would have ranked at the bottom of Halloween episodes. As far as this episode goes... This is just one of those, like, wow, we kind of have nothing left at this point in the season. Like, I could kind of tell that. Um, there's a couple good jokes here and there, but it's really not much. It really isn't. Um, I'm gonna be very generous and give this a six, because... Boy, did we not know ahead of time how big the Twilight fad would be with the movies. So, I'm going to give this a 6. And again, I'm being very nice. Very, very nice on that rating. Uh, let's go to production notes and see what we have. The initial idea for The Ungroundable was created the week before production when the team at South Park Studios was working on Elementary School Musical. In that episode, Parker had planned to have the school children simply move on to the next fad, which would have been the Twilight Saga film series. Twilight had opened in theaters several weeks before and was a phenomenon among tweens and teens and Parker and Stone realized parodying it would be stronger material for a full episode rather than a throwaway joke. In addition, they found that a reaction from the goth kids to everyone suddenly dressing their style would be a big emotional thing for the characters and decided to save it. Like many South Park episodes, much of the storyline was crafted one week prior during a Thursday writers meeting. The goth kids first appeared in the Season 7 episode Raisins and had made appearances in the ensuing years. Parker went back and watched the episode to reacquaint himself with the characters. He noted that while the particular episode mocked goth kids, later portrayals, such as those in The Ungroundable, were more sympathetic with both, with both Parker and Stone calling the goth kids some of their favorite characters in the series. Parker, in the DVD commentary of this episode, related a story from not long after the episode's broadcast in which he was approached by a goth woman at a bar in Nashville, Tennessee, following a Tennessee Titans game, who thanked him for writing an episode about the supposed differences between the subcultures. Huh, maybe I'm being a little too hard on this one, per se. 
Travis Figget of IGN gave this a 7.4 out of 10, saying, While there are lots of funny bits in this episode, it's far from a home run. It's clever and well put together and makes a few good points, but it's just not as laugh-out-loud funny <coughs> as you'd expect South Park to be. Nonetheless, what often makes South Park work are the little moments, the vocal tics of the characters and so forth. I imagine, per se, we'll catch on, if only for a little bit, as the pseudo-intellectual affection of Vamp Douchey. Vamp douches. I, I don't know. While the ungroundable isn't a home run in terms of laughs, given the current Twilight craze, the show continues to serve as a satirical chronicle of our times, which makes even a middling episode an argument for South Park's continual longevity. Alright, let's go to IMDb and see what they thought of this episode. Over 2,000 people have rated this episode, and the average rating is a 7.8 out of 10. 599 people gave it an 8, 425 people gave it a 7, 140 people gave it a 6. That's going to be the grade I give it this week. And 44 people gave it a 1. Over 1,300 males rated this episode. The average rating was a 7.7, with its highest demographic being both 18 to 29 and 45 and over, with their average rating being a 7.8. For females, the average rating was an 8.4, with its highest demographic being 45 and over, with a rating, an average rating of 9.1. So... Let's go to the best part of the show, the reviews from the fans, and see what they thought of this episode. I'm going to start with Gangsta Hippie, who wrote, The Ungroundable is the season finale of the 12th season of South Park. I find that it is a great episode. The previous episode spoofed the High School Musical series. Now this one is somewhat spoofing the Vampire Craze, and I guess the Twilight series a bit. This is more of a Butters episode, with Stan, Kyle, and Kenny only appearing in the beginning and in the end. Carmen appears, though, two times plus in one hilarious scene. The episode has all the kids turning into vampires. The goth kids are angry because people are confusing them for vampires. They try to stop this craze because they are annoyed by it. Meanwhile, Butters decides to turn into a vampire so his parents will fear him and so he won't be pushed around anymore. This is a great season finale with some hilarious moments. Overall, season 12 wasn't the best season of South Park, but it did have some excellent episodes. This is one of them. Alright, another review from Piper Ian396 who wrote, This is definitely one of the better episodes of this season. Don't get me wrong, I do enjoy South Park's crazy episodes that lampoon current events and tear everything happening in the media to little pieces. But this episode slows that down a little bit, at least compared to the rest of this season, and lets some character-oriented comedy happen. The last two episodes are pretty good examples of South Park doing their character-oriented humor. This episode brings back the goth kids and helps to expand who they are. This episode also has plenty of Great Butters moments. This episode does, does have its social commentary, but it is not as overpowering as about last night 
Okay, let's read a negative review from Phenomenus, who wrote, To an angry, hateful person as I am, it's easy to, to get into the faggy goth kids' hatred of the faggy vampire kids. In my view, they're pretty much exactly the same. As soon as the vampire kids were there, I groaned and expected yet another topical, soon-to-be-outdated spoof parody on Twilight, which I've never read nor seen, so I wouldn't be in on this joke. I wouldn't know if it had Twilight references or not. It was a little more than Butters being stupid, I'm keeping it clean, joining the vampire clique and the opportunity for Stone and Parker to talk in lisps for both the goths and the vampires. There was no real running joke or plot aside from Butters being stupid in a way that just makes a caricature of his childlike idios, idiot, excuse me, idiocy in earlier episodes. He's just a blank template upon which plot devices can be wielded upon. There was no real theme to the episode or to the vampire click rise or even any funny situations or jokes. It was just a long expository. Perhaps the show's creators excuse to vent on vampire fads that come around every few teeny bopper vampire movies. In somewhat atypical South Park style, they went way too far with the goth kids kidnapping and abandoning of the head vampire guy in a manner kind of like Scott Turnerman must die, but without any real justification or purpose. Just because the goths have a bitch fit over the vampire kids dressing and looking like them, they commit a capital crime that doesn't even further deaden an already dead episode. Something of a post-edition. I fail to see what the purpose of the vampires constantly saying per se, or rather per they, or if that references something. Like I said, I never saw Red Twilight, so I wouldn't know even if they weren't referencing it. Okay, uh, let's do another one. This is from Tom Nell, who wrote, South Park has been ragged on a lot this season, and most of the time I defend it. But this second half of the season both started and ended very weakly. We started the second half of the season with that awful Cartman Butters crotch shooting gag, and we end the season with Butters pretending to be a vampire. I would be one to advocate going back to the show's roots every once in a while and just having a random funny episode, not about current events, but this was too random. Twilight may be a popular movie, but this episode will not be remembered as a series classic, but instead more of a lame attempt at finishing off a season with a handful of stinkers, this being one of them. Butters begins noticing that many of the students at South Park Elementary are becoming vampires. He wants to join in also, and after a trip to Hot Topic, Butters is also one of the living dead. And along with that, his parents can't ground him. The goth kids aren't too happy with preppy kids claiming to be vampires just because of Twilight, and they feel their culture is being stolen. Nothing about this episode was very funny. The best gag was probably the that Butters' dad alphabetizes the food pantry, and if something goes out of place, doesn't think to check the label. Other than that, there were just some amusing scenes, but none of that stood out. This episode felt extremely random, and in no way was the situation relatable nor funny. There must be no news to parody, because if a vampire-themed episode due to the release of Twilight is the best Trey Parker can come up with, then all I can do is hope he tries a little harder for the 13th season.
All right. Um, you know what? I'm I'm gonna give my overall thoughts on season twelve. Um, I thought it had a very hot start to the season. Uh, Major Boobage is an all-timer. That is an all-time South Park classic episode. And you got an underrated gem, I think, in Tonsil Trouble. But it seemed like for every step, you know, every big step they make, they trip themselves up somewhere and they deliver episodes that either aren't that good or are just okay. Um, this is a very interesting season. Like I said, this is where, you know, we have Barack Obama being voted president and the Summer Olympic Games had already happened and it just seemed like they went up and down, up and down with this entire 12th season and I think that's the best way to describe this entire season is it is an up and down season. Um, I think the best episode of season 12 hands down to me is Major Boobage and I think the worst episode of this season is Britney's new look. I just never really got into it. Uh, if you want to watch an episode that is kind of overlooked, besides Tonsil Trouble, Super Fun Time is, uh, is an episode that I really would recommend from Season 12. It's one of those, like, it's under the radar, it is not talked about that much, and should be given a chance. It really should be given a chance. Um... And also, I'd, I'd also suggest watch Breast Cancer Show Ever. And then other than that, I probably would just skip through this 12th season. Or if you really want to watch all the episodes of season 12, yeah, go back. But it would probably be like a pick and choose situation. All right, well, that does it for the show this week. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97 and join our Facebook group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. You type that in the search bar on Facebook, and you're right there. Add yourself to the group. We're always welcome to have you guys join. And if you can't find us, it's okay. I put the link in the description of each and every episode. Well, next time around, Season 13 begins with perhaps the one villain we always needed. But I can't tell you who it is. got to wait to find out who I'm talking about. But next week's ep or the, the next episode to start Season 13 is The Ring. Thank you all for tuning into this episode, and thank you for all your support through Season 12. And come back next time for another episode of Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm Bill, and I'll talk to you all later.